Olivier, thank you for joining me today to really discuss um, how Adidas has been able to embed digital into a traditional sales force. Um, but before we jump into that, I'd love to hear a bit of background on yourself first. Yeah, so first of all, uh, thank, me, thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I'm, I'm really glad to join. Yeah, so I joined Adidas 17 years ago uh, in the global headquarters in Germany and then spent uh, 10 years in France uh, leading different uh, positions in sales, supply chain, and tech. Uh, and then six years ago, I had a chance to, uh, to realize my dream, which was to work one day in Latin America. I did different roles in Latin America, from leading tech team to leading uh, business development, which is basically um, strategy and, uh, and project management. And finally, okay. uh, going back to first love, uh, which is to lead sales for the past two years and a half. Okay. And you've been working across all of Latin America, correct? Or specific countries? Yeah, so I'm based out of Panama, where we have the regional uh, bureau, regional office, but we also have uh, country offices in, in Mexico, in Brazil, in Argentina, in, in seven countries at okay. the end of the day. So I'm, I'm traveling. I was traveling before COVID, uh, let's say uh, two weeks out of four or two to three weeks out of four. So yeah, traveling a lot. And uh, the, the, my life changed drastically. So for, <laughs> for the happiness of my girls, but yeah, different lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> did you get at least a chance to travel a lot around Latin America beforehand? Oh, yeah, a lot. I mean, the, the, the first four years I was traveling uh, all the time, professionally and personally. It was fantastic okay. uh, to embrace a different culture. Uh, you don't work the same way in Chile, in Argentina and Brazil. Uh, same when you did with, with Colombia. So, yeah, I had a chance to travel a lot to the countries. I enjoyed it a lot. It was part of, uh, of the excitement of joining. So I was blessed that I could do it quite a bit and also on the personal side, which was fantastic. Yeah, well, that's good you had some years because I know some people that started roles during COVID, they never had the chance to travel or meet the markets or know the people personally. So that's good. Yeah, we're going to speak about sales and digital teams. And a large part of my digital team actually never came to the office because a okay. big part of that team joined us 18 months ago. Uh, okay. They never met their boss in person. They never embraced our culture that you feel very strong in the office. So it's, uh, it's interesting. Sure. So yeah, can you share some insights on the sporting's good sporting goods industry transformation? Yeah, so I, I won't disclose any, any confidential numbers, obviously, but what I can tell you is, is what's very interesting is two years ago, let's say two-thirds of our business was wholesale, right? So selling okay. to uh, sporting goods retailers and, and one-third was, let's say, call it direct to consumer, which is for us D2C, it's composed of e-com, franchise, and, uh, and our own retail. Okay. And so for the part of wholesale that I'm managing, 90% uh, of that business was, was brick and mortar, right? So traditional retail, and only 10% was online. Okay. Obviously, like in every industry, this was transformed uh, radically uh, over 18 months ago. And I like to say that I think the company changed more in 18 months than in 18 years. And that's really something we, uh, we've experienced. And what I want to call out here is that I think there are two main dimensions of impact for the sales function, right? One is really consumer facing, right? So it's, so it's, it's to acknowledge that by 2025, approximately 45% of our sales with our retailers will be made online okay. compared to the 10% I just mentioned before. So it's a radical shift and we see it happening not only in LAM, but across the world and not only at Adidas, but also in the industry overall. Yeah. And for the other part, which is also impacting the sales function, it's also drastically changing the way we sell, right? So for more than 70 years at Adidas, we are used to welcoming customers 
in showroom every season. And there we invite one customer after the other and we have long session uh, showing hundreds of samples. And from one day to the other, or from one season to the other, we moved into full digital. So it's really okay. implied a lot of changes that you can imagine for the teams uh, on the way we sell, but also for our customers on, on the way we buy. So those, sure. are, that, those have been the big areas of change. Okay. And what were some of your key learnings through this journey? Yeah, so there's been many, many learnings. Um, I think one of the main learning is the, the, the criticality to... Uh, uh, to engage on the why. So we know we, we speak often around that, we read often around that, but I think in digital in particular, there's been such a, a, a radical change on the way we operate that there was a need and starting from the top management to really debate a lot on what is changing, yeah. uh, what does it mean for the company, what does it mean for the ch channel, and what are the choices we are willing to take. And again, let's not take it for granted. It could be that Olivia has a certain point of view, but the brand lead coming from a total different uh, background as a different one and actually over a managing director also uh, as a different one. So, and imagine the, the country uh, general manager. So, so you really need to, to have those debates because it yeah. has debates uh, because it has lots of implications. Uh, and once you have that, you can uh, and you need in our learnings uh, to, to generate similar platform with the broader organization to make sure they really understand well and deeply the context, the implication, and the choices we take to remain relevant, the choices we take to win, and, uh, and, and rapidly after that, uh, to try and generate uh, uh, a buy-in that this is the right thing to do, both for the company and for the individual development, right? So, so sure. and at some point, you feel a movement from resistance to, to, to a progressive buy-in, and then the beauty of what we're living today, a full organization uh, embracing the movement. And that's where we move to closer to a digital culture. I'm not saying we're there, but you can sense that already you have a large majority of the teams excited, engaged, and feeling part of that. But it doesn't come overnight, right? And yeah. while, uh, while the change is happening, while the culture is progressively uh, uh, you know, gaining people's heart and mind. Um, uh, we, uh, as leaders, need also to um, engage, let's say, the, the second layer of management to start preparing the, uh, the process change, right? What is going to change concretely in the way we go to market? What are uh, the evolution in terms of operating rhythm that we need to consider? Because now we want to place digital at the center. So again, yeah. going back to winning online uh, on the retailer side or uh, driving sales digitally. So there's a few things that need to happen in parallel. And, and one of the last learning I want to share at this point is there is a, uh, let's say, a bias for action that we all have that we want to go into the structure. We want to change the structure. And I think that's the main watch out that I would give to, to the people watching this podcast. And I think it really starts with the the clarity on the why, clarity on the process change. And once you have that well-defined, you can move into the structure. It's not around creating a new org chart with lots of digital fancy title. You need to first make sure that the, the way you want to drive it uh, is aligned and clear across function and across geographies. Yeah. And how did you go about like getting that clarity or yeah, what were, what were those implications in the end? You mean um, the implication on the way we uh, address the business? Yeah. Yeah, so, so again, we had plenty of, uh, of deep conversation, as I said, first on a management level, then, uh, then with the team to really understand uh, what is changing. And uh, if you prepare a selling uh, digitally 
what does it implies in terms of digital solution, but also in digital content friendliness? What is it that we expect from the, let's say, global organization to bring? What is it that we still need the local to bring? Uh, what is more of a sales role or what is becoming maybe a brand or marketing role? Yeah. Uh, in the, so so there, there are a number of friction that you need to accept. But again, as long as you have a consensus on the top, the team, the team feel comfortable on the debate, what's wrong? And where you have an issue is that on the top, there is an average buy-in. Then of yeah. course, below it's a mess, right? So, so I think that's the, the critical point is of course, the strategic element on the top on what is it that we're trying to achieve, yeah? And in the end, what were the implications on your team and your structure? Yeah, so, so of course, once we have the, the culture uh, progressively in place, when we have the process uh, better defined, uh, we are in a position to, to of course craft uh, or, or reshape or refine uh, our, our design. There is some implication for sales. It cannot be sales alone. So you probably need brand to also evolve. You also need SCM to evolve. You need HR to also reflect yeah. on the, the, the casting, but also the, the upskilling program. So you need to make sure it's happening at the same pace, right? So this is something we did. Uh, because we flagged from the very top management digital as a priority. Huh? So, so that helped a lot. And then you had a, a lot of, uh, of deep dive on a future role of brand and sales, uh, future role of uh, headquarters versus countries. Uh, uh, we envision synergies between our own e-com and um, let's say our, our digital space. So, so how do we play with analytics? So I'm not saying we have all the answers, but this is the, the kind of topic we, are, uh, we, we have been and we are, we are discussing a lot, obviously, in the company. And this is, true, uh, this is true in Latin America and in the rest of the world. Of course, you, you obviously have a, a big people focus, right? Sure. So <laughs> one aspect is the, the, the blueprint. The other one is the profiles. And here, uh, uh, our learning is to try and look for the, the best match, right? Between the best balance, between uh, attracting uh, unique uh, skill sets uh, from outside that you might not have in the company, but also a, a robust upskilling programs uh, for, for your existing team. But, but I think yeah. that the sweet spot is both of them because you, if you bring digital experts that don't get the culture, that don't get the industry, uh, they probably can't uh, impact uh, as much as they could if they are working very closely with, uh, let's say, uh, people who are much more industry and uh, channel expert, right? So we are trying yeah. to find that sweet spot, right? Uh, one experience I, um, I would like to share, which for us has been, uh, I think, a really cool success story and even maybe a, a game changer to, uh, to break the silos uh, across functions and to break the silos across culture has been a, a very simple decision to, uh, to start the week, uh, every week, uh, with a virtual digital store check, basically, right? So okay. we can't travel. We are stuck. You are stuck in Argentina. I'm stuck in Brazil. The beauty is that we are all close together now. You're not closer to your boss uh, in the country. We are all close together virtually. So if we say we want to win the consumer, why about we, we start the week with the consumer, right? So every yeah. week, we start with a digital store check, no PowerPoint, uh, optional participation, anybody can dial in and you have the, the team in charge of the account just running us through uh, the, the, the platform, uh, running us through the consumer journey. And then we have conversation, we have debates, we challenge the way we are, we challenge the way we look. And collectively, you see uh, people for different countries, different functions, raising a point of view, participating and progressively elevating the baseline and progressively leaving the same reality. And for us, I think it's the best reward when you when you wake up uh, on the Monday morning you dial in and you see 30 40 50 people dialing in spontaneously just to 
yeah, just to learn and just to be yeah. part. So I think it's uh, it was fantastic. And this is the sense of community uh, that we're trying to build. Okay. So anything else you'd like to share or is that it? <laughs> Yeah, we could close here, but maybe a, a, final, a final word just to reinforce the, the point of, of leadership. Um, leadership, of course, has been and will play a, a critical role as ambassadors of that change. Uh, people are looking after us uh, to really represent that, uh, uh, that belief into yeah. uh, the power of digital. So it starts with us, uh, upskilling yeah. ourselves, uh, participating actively in digital initiatives and projects voicing loud and clear uh, the role uh, of digital. Um, and again, uh, the, as I said just before with the, the store check example, I think there's not a better uh, uh, area than digital to, to show uh, the dedication of leadership uh, around the consumer centricity, around yeah. the theme of consumer obsession. That's the way you can really uh, bring it to life, right? So um, of course, it's only sustainable if you're coherent, right? So there are yeah. lots of considerations for, for leadership around uh, is my uh, structure reflecting the importance of digital? Are the gradings uh, reflecting the importance of digital? Are, are the reward mechanism both to our team and to our customers through trade investments reflecting the importance of digital? Uh, marketing yeah. investment. So you have plenty of topic uh, to, to make sure that, uh, that, that, yeah, that, that all those efforts are are driven in a consistent and impactful manner, right? Again, yeah. uh, I think it's uh, extraordinarily demanding, but it's also, uh, there's not a better reward than digital in the sense that you grow teams, you grow the business. So, so I think for us as leaders, it's a, it's a no-brainer that this is where you want to put your focus and energy. Sure. Yeah, I mean, probably you've seen as well that one thing that I've noticed as well, recruiting for many different companies across many different types of digital roles, and there are new roles being invented every day, yeah. I would say. Yeah. So yeah. I think from our side as an executive search company, you know, we need to ask a lot more questions mm -hmm. to the hiring manager than maybe we would for a traditional key account director yeah. role. Um, yeah. But at the same time, candidates as well are realizing that they need to ask a lot of questions. So yeah. I think the usual kind of, okay, I know the culture of that company. I know their strategy and what you could see is very different when you start working in digital, because as you said, there can be coherence amongst leaders, but there cannot be. So I think the questions from candidates as well are becoming more and more challenging through that process when they realize you know, how coherent the leaders need to be, what digital means yeah. for that business and like how they fit into that yeah. because they could yeah. fit, they could think they fit very well and they could have the skills and it sounds amazing, but when they get inside, um, maybe there's something different that they find. Yeah, and, and I will use the last second to maybe make the promotion of my employer. I think Adidas is a fantastic place to work also for that, meaning you have the, the sports culture, uh, the non-hierarchical you know, relationship. So what I expressed with the digital store check is anyone uh, from, from, let's say, VP or even SVP to, uh, to the very first position in the company are in the same meeting and can speak up. Right, so yeah. I think it's a great demonstration that uh, you need that openness in digital. Uh, yeah. One of the main learning I have is uh, that sentence that we often use that digital is a team sport. Uh, you can't win on your own. Uh, you need the power of the team cross-functionally. You need your customers to, to be with you on where we want to go. And that's why we try uh, with humbleness uh, uh, to, to execute here. Um, but to your point, yeah, uh, 
Uh, there is endless development in the area of digital, so 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 it's an area where uh, we need to 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 learn, uh, unlearn, relearn. Uh, but not only at the expert level, also in management, because if yeah. not, you you could lose ground, uh, you could lose sense of reality, and uh, and maybe uh, yeah, lose relevance uh, in your strategic yeah. decision because you have a partial understanding. So it's uh, it's tricky. You need to create that healthy friction between uh, between different profiles that you need, right? Yeah. Well, Olivier, thank you for joining us today. I really appreciate you being here. No, it was a great pleasure. I mean, it's a topic I love and the conversation was, was very, very interesting. Thank you. All right.